Hey everybody, thanks for joining me today. This is Heidi St. John and you have found the Busy Mom Podcast. I'm so glad that you're here today. You know, we're, we've made it, you guys, almost to April. We're so close, so close. Um, the sun is starting to come out. I've been on the road now for several months, uh, or several weeks rather, with my family. It just feels like, it just feels like months. Uh, <laughs> this weekend, I'll be speaking at great homeschool conventions in Cincinnati, and I hope that you'll join me. There is a link to that over at my Facebook page. And speaking of Facebook, many of you know that I have started a new page um, aside from The Busy Mom. And if you just search for Heidi St. John, you're going to find probably a, um, a personal page. But what I'm trying to direct you to is the author page. It's a public figure page. And that is where all of the new um, information is going to come out about the book launch and all the things that are coming up, events and that kind of thing, signups for you. So um, I hope that you will... Um, take a look at that. Also, I kind of wanted to let you know that um, we really appreciate and feel your prayers when we're out here on the road. Uh, It's a lot of work traveling with our kids, but we feel blessed to do it. Uh, Somebody recently asked me, do you still enjoy it? You know, after all these years of traveling with our children, uh, our youngest daughter, Sailor, was just a little tiny baby. She was just a couple months old when we took her. My husband built a bassinet into the back seat of a motorhome that we purchased off of Craigslist that proceeded to break down over and over and over again. And uh, and you can ask my friend Todd Wilson. We've exchanged many motorhome stories. Um, about whether or not, you know, we thought it would even be worth it. And it is such a privilege to speak to women. My heart is really for for um, parents and for women in particular to draw them back to a uh, right relationship with the Lord. And really, we do that by sort of living our, our own lives out um, before other people. To we're, we're called by the Lord to walk humbly um, before our God. And I think there's nothing more humbling than being out on the road <laughs> with your kids. So uh, one time someone, you know, I could tell you guys stories for, you know, for hours on here and I won't, I won't uh, do that today, but I got to tell you that years ago, um, one of our, one of our kids was really little and I was getting ready to speak and I had just finished nursing this baby and um, I was sitting up in the front row, you know, getting ready to hand her off to somebody. And you know, you guys know how it is. I sat her on my lap. I went to burp her and she just spit up all over me. And I'm not kidding you. Just, it ran down my shirt. It was, you know, spit up everywhere that I did not want it. It was in my shoes. It was everywhere. In fact, I wrote a post called, I have spit up in my shoes. And I'll link back to that (laughs) at the podcast today. But it, you know, what it did was it really helped me, you know, I finally just stepped in front of this room of 500 women. And I said, do you mind if I take off my shoes? Because they're full of spit up, (laughs) you know, and that's, Real life, you know, walking uh, your life out in front of other people, I think, um, is an opportunity to really be humbled. And it, it is humbling. And so it's a privilege for me. It's a humbling experience in many ways, but it's a great joy to be traveling and speaking. Uh, so I hope you'll come out and see me. I'll be in Cincinnati uh, this weekend. And the following weekend, I'll be in Kansas and uh, um, at TPA in Wichita. And then the following weekend, I'll be in uh back in Chattanooga for Fearless. So if you have not registered for that, I actually haven't checked on tickets for a while. I don't know if that's sold out or not, Uh, but I know there are still tickets available for GHC in Cincinnati and also for the event in Wichita. So I hope you'll come out and see us. I really want to talk today about something that the Lord has really worked on in my life, and that is learning how to discern the voice of conviction versus the voice of 
of condemnation. And I think it's really easy for Christians to live under condemnation. But listen to what the Apostle Paul said in Romans chapter 8, verse 1. He said, there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. There is no condemnation. And so um, the question when you begin to feel, you know, that that prick from, I hope it's the Holy Spirit saying, hey, this isn't, this is not what I want for you to do, is to determine, is this voice convicting or is it condemning? If the voice convicts you, then it's from God. But if it condemns you, then it's from the devil. So Rick Warren, I love this quote from Rick Warren. uh, He said, if you've ever felt guilty, but you couldn't point to anything specific, or you've had a feeling of worthlessness, that is condemnation from Satan. And man, I think women in particular, we feel that that condemnation all the time. You know, you're not, we're not, we feel like we're not measuring up. Maybe we feel like we haven't done a good job raising our children, or we don't feel like we've done a, a good job being a, you know, the wife that we wanted to be, or or we make a mistake and then we can't get over it. But there's a difference between the way that God convicts us and the the convicting voice of the Holy Spirit will always lift you up, whereas the condemning voice of the devil will always bring you down. It's the devil that tells you that that goal that you set to lose weight for yourself, but then you ended up eating a package of Oreos. And now, you know, why even bother? That's the enemy. God doesn't work that way. God's purpose in convicting us is to correct us um, on specific issues in our lives in order to bring about change. And it's motivated, and here's the, the big, huge difference. It's motivated by love because God loves you. And so when the Lord sees an area in our life that needs changing, whether it's a relationship that we have at home, a habit that we that we know that we need to uh, give to the Lord, or whatever it is, the Holy Spirit's going to just be that still small voice, that little nudge that says, hey, this is something you need to work on in your life. So I'll give you an example. In my in my own life, you know, there have been, um, I've told you many times that I, I'm, I'm, I'm not a morning person by nature. Um, I tend to be sort of a night owl, but I've really learned that getting up in the morning is a discipline. It's something that the Lord is asking me to do so that I can commit my day to him. And women, I cannot tell you the struggle that that is for me. Some of you have heard me speak and you've read my books and you think, oh, you know, she's a mother of seven. She has it all together. I'm here to tell you right now. I just want to be brutally honest and say every single stinking day I have to get up and say, Father, please fill me with your spirit. Please give me um, not only the joy to do what you've asked me to do, but just flat out motivation to do what I know I'm supposed to be doing. And I think that when we allow the Holy and we allow the devil to come in and condemn us, then it makes it almost impossible to hear the voice of the Spirit because the purpose of condemnation, and this is what the devil is so good at, is to criticize us and make us feel guilty. And we don't even necessarily have a full on, um, reason that we that we can give for that feeling of condemnation. So in other words, when when I have missed my quiet time with the Lord, you know, when I've watched something on Netflix that I just was watching for instant gratification, but I knew in my heart that that was not pleasing to the Lord. And we've talked about this a lot, this call to holy living. Um, I love uh, the hymn that says, um, Oh, to grace, how great a debtor daily I'm constrained to be. Because he's, he goes on to say, our hearts are prone to wander. That's our flesh, right? We we fight with our flesh every day, but God says that he wants us to be listening to his voice. And when we listen to the voice of the enemy and we get, we, you know, we, 
we take that feeling of worthlessness and condemnation on ourselves, we need to be able to recognize it immediately for what it is so that we can go back to the Lord and say, Father, I'm feeling this way. Please help me to sense what it is that you want me to do. You guys, listen, God is never going to attack you. He's never going to tell you you're worthless. He died for you. He loves you. You are children of the King. Many of you heard my interview uh, a while back with Gwen Smith. She's a friend of mine who wrote um, the book, I Want It All. And I said, when I was talking to Gwen, even before we did the interview, I said, you know, when I first saw the title of your book, I was actually a little bit turned off because I thought, you know, this is just more of the prosperity gospel, you know, and and she, in such a, a beautiful way, was able to bring it back. And I hope you'll you'll check out her book. I'll link back to it in the show notes today. But she was such, she had such a beautiful way of reminding readers that we are children of the living God. And God has so much more for us than we can even imagine. And so many of the things that we want in our life can seem unattainable. So if the Lord's put a dream in your heart and he's given you opportunity to do something, he's opened the doors wide, but then the, but then the enemy comes in and says, you're never you're not good enough. So I I deal with this in my own um in my own life, in my own walk with the Lord. You know, every time I hit send um for a blog for my uh for the busy mom or every time I go out and speak, sometimes I have had to do full on battle with the enemy in the middle of speaking. And so I've made it a a practice and a habit to come before the Lord before I know that I'm going to be entering onto the battlefield. And when you wake up in the morning, I want to remind you, you are entering into a battlefield. In Revelation 3.19, God reminds you of who you are in him so that you can remember to go before him with a heart that says, Father, show me what it is I need to do better at and trust that he'll do it in the way that only God can because he loves you because he sent his son for you. In in Revelation 3.19, God said, those who I dearly and tenderly love, I tell their faults and convict and discipline. I'm going to read that again because I think it's worth repeating. Those whom I dearly and tenderly love, dearly and tenderly, I love that I love the heart of the Father toward his children. He says, I tell their faults and convict and discipline. So be earnest and repent. And the Amplified Bible says to change your mind and attitude. Repenting means actually, it's not just saying, I'm sorry. Repenting is actually going, I'm going to change. I'm going to change what I'm doing. I'm going to change my attitude about this. I'm going to change my mind about it. Because as soon as you start to confess and change, you'll notice that you don't feel the conviction anymore. It's short term. It's the Holy Spirit who comes to you and says, this is not pleasing to the Lord. And as believers, we have the spirit of the living God dwelling inside of us. And the Bible says over and over again, don't grieve the Holy Spirit. Don't quench the Holy Spirit. So when we when we do something that's wrong, um, Satan will like to come in and condemn us and make us feel worse and worse and worse. It doesn't go away even after we confess it. So we feel like, oh man, we've messed up so bad. We're not going to be able to recover from this. That's the enemy. It's like uh, Rick Warren says, it's like the American court system. First, there's the conviction of a crime. And then comes the condemnation or the sentencing, which can last for years, but God doesn't work that way. In God's justice system, the Holy Spirit convicts us of what's wrong in our life and we admit it. Jesus pays the condemnation. He paid for it by his death. Um, he took our punishment, the punishment for our sin through his death on the cross. And so now we are free to live the way that God created us to live and to live in the way that Jesus enables us to live. That, 
men and women is called grace. That is the grace of God. And it wasn't inexpensive grace. Jesus gave his life so that we could experience the grace and forgiveness of Jesus Christ. And so to live under condemnation from the enemy, whether it's because you you remembering a past sin or it's because something that happened yesterday that you just can't forgive yourself for, God is saying no. Just like he said to the woman at the well, go and sin no more. And then that spirit of conviction actually lifts from you so that you can move forward in your life and not continue to go backward. I meet women everywhere I go who are struggling with uh, areas in their life. And more often than not, I think in the culture, we haven't listened to that conviction, that, that, that voice of the Holy Spirit. What we've done instead is just ignore it, right? We ignore it, and then we suffer our, the, the consequences of our sin. But when we can listen for the voice of the Holy Spirit, when he says, stop and turn around, I've got so much better for you, and then actually walk out in obedience before him, that feeling of conviction lifts, and, inst- and the joy that comes from the Holy Spirit as we walk in obedience before takes its place. That is the difference between conviction and condemnation. So walk in in uh, freedom before the Lord today. Listen for the still small voice of the Holy Spirit as he corrects you and guides you and leads you and loves you, and then expect God to do amazing things. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.